What's up, guys, and welcome back to The Real Talk Podcast. This week, I was asked to talk about something that's been affecting us all for a while now, and I was asked by someone who I haven't talked to in many years. He wanted me to speak a little bit about mental health during COVID times, which is solid. Anytime someone sends me anything within reason, I'll speak about it, and this time period has fucked with a lot of us mentally, but we have spent some time talking about this exact thing. That's why this episode took longer than I would have liked. How do I approach something I've mentioned in the past without just repeating the same shit? And on top of that, everyone's sick and tired of hearing about COVID and its bullshit. It's something that many of us are hoping to leave in the past, myself included. So today, I'm going to be talking to you guys about a personal struggle I've been having lately, maybe a story or two, and the busy season that awaits us this winter. But first, let's run this week's intro. I remember times when I ain't have shit. No food in my crib, now I live laughing. They say they love me to my face, but I can't stand it. That more they fucking me back then, now they attracted. If it attached to my bro, and he gon' blast it. Don't tell me what I've been through, you don't know. Alright, so here's where I'm at right now. This week especially, I've been doing some self-reflecting. Like any 20-something-year-old does, I just want to figure things the fuck out. Which is really hard to do when you don't know what those things are. I think one thing I struggle with more than most is I'm the most critical person of myself without giving myself any praise ever. It's like as a kid or a teenager, you felt you could never catch a break, felt you were doing average at a lot of things, but never great, never getting the recognition you wanted, but also more importantly, needed. Whether it was your grades, athletics, shit like that, I'm way too fucking hard on myself and I never give myself a second to breathe, a second to feel good about the things I accomplish, even if it's not that ultimate goal I'm trying to reach. We don't pay it any attention. Discipline is good. Being hard on yourself ensures that you'll continue to work hard. Why celebrate before the job is finished? Well, I didn't say the job was finished. I'm about to hit a thousand plays all time on the podcast, and at first a thousand seems like a lot, something to be proud of. But like many, when they reach some sort of milestone and whatever they do, it's not enough. And it's not a spoiled, I want more, it's a hungry, I want more. For some, that hunger is great and it's the sole reason some work so hard and never stop. For others, being so critical of yourself for so long without any time to sit back and breathe is hard, and for me, that's hard. And I'm extremely thankful for anyone who takes the time to listen to me talk. Like I said in the first episode I made, this is a way for me to help myself and then hopefully help others in the process. And sometimes I forget about that. Writing for me turns into writing what I think other people want to hear. Writing for me is what makes me happy and feel accomplished and has proven to be my most successful episodes. When Friday night rolls around and I have a podcast to post that I'm genuinely proud of, not much else in life has ever made me happier. And sometimes it's hard to keep focus on the reason we do what we want to do, like the guy who got into law school and feels like a fucking badass around all his friends, then he gets a job at a law firm as an assistant as he works his way up that totem pole. It's a lot harder to feel like a badass when you're doing paperwork and making coffee for the big dogs at the office. But your time is coming, you'll be a badass lawyer. Or the kindergarten teacher who's overwhelmed with two kids who act like monsters day in and day out. And at that point, it's really hard to remember you pursued this career because of your love for kids. Be patient. You're a major factor in who they will become as they age this year you're teaching them. 
Or for me, when I see my plays dip on a week, I was really happy with the work I did. And then I put this immense pressure to blow everyone away the next and the topic just isn't flowing. There's nothing there. So I just don't do it. I'm so critical that it's not getting done instead of being proud of myself for caring enough to open my laptop and try to get something done every day. This isn't a job, it's for fun. Whether it's an actual job or a side hobby, the second it begins to feel like work, it's probably going to feel that way going forward. So I took a step back. I didn't upload on Friday. This is my fifth time rewriting and redirecting the focus of this topic because I know the words are there, I just need to find them. I need to be patient and more forgiving towards myself. Not everything is always going to work, be, or end up perfect, and that's okay, which leads me to this. Seasonal depression. Why in the fuck do I want to divert the attention away from COVID and talk about something else that's sad as fuck? Well, because this isn't any ordinary year, and I can see this starting to affect me already. Seasonal depression is known as a type of depression that occurs the same time every year, the time of year where the weather is changing, the sun isn't shining as often, things like that also known as the time of year when it's dark at 5 p.m. and in many places cold as shit. This doesn't affect everyone, and it certainly doesn't affect everyone in the same way. You can love the snow or your fucking pumpkin spice coffee, but feel like winter just kicks your ass in a different way every year. But one of the highest recommended treatments for this is talk therapy, and that's where I come in. The best way to deal with something negative in your life is to be prepared. And not everything negative in your life you can prepare for, I'm aware. But this, in some ways, luckily, you can. So let's prepare. Before we spend the next five months socially withdrawn, sad, and alone. Like I said before, seasonal depression affects us all differently. For some, this may be the time of year when you're binge-watching Netflix shows alone and blame it on boredom. Or the time of year when, for some reason, you start eating out way more and blame it on convenience. The time of year when you distance yourself from any and everyone and blame it on the weather, or when the holiday season is quickly approaching and you'll be alone again. Humans just accept whatever their current good or bad habits are and say it's who they are, or if it's an issue, it's not. When we're no longer of the age where we're parented, it's on us to parent ourselves. If you want to not answer your friend's texts or reach out to anyone because you'd rather sit and watch TV alone, don't bitch when people stop including you in things, and if you're going to start eating out four to five times a week because it gets dark early and you're tired and you don't want to cook, don't bitch when you gain some weight. These are times when we're going to be a little more tired. We're not going to want to cook meals after work. We're not going to want to do homework or go to the gym. We do want Chipotle because it's easier. We do want to just do it in the morning before class or work out twice tomorrow instead. These are normal human feelings, but that's where the preparation will help you more than hurt you. Self-communication. Talk therapy doesn't just mean me sitting here talking into this mic telling you to go do things. That's a lesson I'm learning myself. It's mostly about you telling yourself to go do things. Anybody can sit in front of you or talk to you through a podcast and say, go be great, go be happy and healthy to yourself first and everyone surrounding you. Okay, easier said than done. You can listen, hear it, and even want to do it, but don't. I know what I want to do who I want to be, what I want to be, and I know what I have to do to get there. But whether it's fear, laziness, not taking myself seriously, or maybe not respecting myself enough, I struggle with executing my plans often. It can be good some days, then one day I'll just go through the motions and I'm fucked again. I'll start pushing things back, putting things off, and this doesn't have to be just during some seasonal depression bullshit. It can happen anytime. 
but learning to listen to yourself, forgive yourself, and improve your relationship with yourself will help you in all other aspects of your life. You can never be alone again if you've got you for real. So that brings me back to the guy who sent in the topic suggestion for this week. I'm not going to mention his name or mention this again after today, but it goes along with the story I wanted to share with you. Like I said before, I hadn't talked to him in several years. We went to high school together. He was a year older. But we had actually known each other for years prior. His longtime girlfriend, I think he's still with, lived down the street from me growing up. So we knew of each other. And I know you don't care about the background context, but listen for a second. And this guy was liked by most in my hometown. Everyone fucked with him, but he wasn't the greatest student. And because of that, I had some classes with him, even though he was a year older. And no, that's not me talking shit, because I wasn't the greatest student either. And I'm not embarrassed to say that. But anyways, because I was around him often enough, it made me an easier target than I was already. I was behind socially in high school. I caught up quickly in college, but in high school I didn't have like any real friends. I didn't have that friend group I hung out with all the time, and I didn't have a ton of home life influence to guide me in the right direction. No, I wasn't getting into trouble or anything like that, I just didn't perform the best academically. But anyways, because of that, this guy loved to fuck with me. He had a couple of buddies that were in those classes too, and I'd get picked on basically daily. And I don't really care now, but I was kind of a pussy then. I didn't stand up for myself. I laughed along with them when they made fun of me so they'd get their jokes in and stop so I could get through my day. But everyone experiences this in one way or another in their lives. I'm not telling you a sob story, but it kind of threw me off guard when I got the message because I fucking hated this guy 75% of the time. But I knew he was a good dude. Because like I said, we knew each other before, and when I was younger, he'd go to his girlfriend's house down the street, and I'd be outside hooping or something, and he'd always yell at the street and say, what's up? And as a lonely-ass kid, I appreciated that. And when he asked me to talk about mental health, it got me thinking. And maybe I'm overthinking, but that's what I love to do. I love to dig into things and find a hidden meaning, message, or understanding of something. It's why I do what I do. At first, I thought maybe this dude's just going through it right now and needs some advice. But also, maybe back in the day he was too, similar to me and many others. And I was just the target of that reaction to his own bullshit. With every action, there's a reaction. And I was an easy target, so I got picked on. But with what we talked about with respecting yourself, forgiving yourself, and others, this was my chance at forgiveness. My chance to let that shit be a memory and a lesson learned and possibly help someone in the process. Because I don't have any negative wishes towards this guy. It looks like he's building a great life for himself and his girlfriend and I'm happy for him. Back then, that was a me that didn't respect myself at all. I didn't know how to. And I'm not where I want to be even at this point, but I'm way better off than I was then. Me getting fucked with taught me how to stand up for myself, and in a household where I lacked some of the normal lessons parents teach their children, this was a way for me to learn that lesson that needed learned. So I thank him for that, and I also thank him for reaching out and sending a topic in, whether it was something he really needed some advice on, or if it was just a homie helping out a homie. I appreciate it. Seasonal depression or any time of any year at any point in our lives, we're going to be faced with some challenges. Some days are easier than others mentally and some are way worse. But the most important thing you or anyone can do is not allow you to lie to yourself. If you're going to eat out all the time, let yourself know that you may not be as happy with how you look after a while of eating like shit. And if you go to the bar every weekend to black out because it's fun and distracting, don't be surprised when the rest of your life gets a little blurry too. And if you don't study for that exam the night before, we know you're not going to get up early to do that, so you're going to fail the test. Be honest with yourself. Trust yourself. Prepare yourself. Prepare for the worst, but expect the best. And while you're doing that, be willing to forgive yourself when things don't go exactly as planned. Setbacks aren't failure. 
I love you guys. Peace.